You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to my bonus episode with Roberto Araujo, Playbill's director of video production and a headshot photographer. Now, if you're in the New York area and wanting headshots from a wonderful fellow artist, Roberto is actually offering a special deal to the listeners of Why I'll Never Make It. Go to roberto.winmepodcast.com for more information on this offer. You can also find that link in the show notes. All right, well, let's get to it. The conclusion of my conversation with Roberto as I ask him the final five questions. So we shall start as we always do with number one. If you could have any other job outside of the arts, what would that be? Ooh, um, I have a dream job. It's kind of related to the arts. It's on television. Uh, I would love to be a segment producer for CBS Sunday Morning. Hmm. That's a very specific show. Why, why that one in particular? <laughs> uh, I've been obsessed with CBS Sunday Morning since I saw a segment they did for Rent in 1996. Uh, because I, I don't know if someone had a, someone videoed it and I, they had a VHS tape of it in Mexico. Um, and back before the internet, um, we, I'd, it was really hard to get like video footage of a Broadway show on tape. Oh, yeah. So um, CBS Sunday Morning's pieces are always lengthy, they're like six or seven minutes. So to have all of that with the, what, what rent was and, and it was incredible. So then when I was here in New York, I was like, what is this show? Mm-hmm. And I found it and I watched it religiously um, because I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's the best show on television. Uh, and particularly with all what's going on now, like they focus, they always focus on like the positives and the rays of sunshine that you find like uh, there's this guy who is donating like over 300,000 meals uh, from his restaurant and even though his restaurant is going to go bankrupt he just can't stop helping other people you know like all those stories that maybe you don't see in the news that are uh, alarmist and uh, so it's still within the what's our world that we're living but but they also focused on the positives. Um, 
So I've always said that that's, that would be my dream job to work at CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, well, speaking of a bucket list, is there a role or a show that you would hope to do one day? Ooh, um, I think there's a bunch that I'm like, I need to do them like tomorrow because if not, I'm going to be too old for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have that bucket list as well. Like if, I, if I'm if i not doing it now, I'll never do it. Exactly. Uh, I would love to do the last five years. Mm. Um, and uh, I would love to do company yeah. as Bobby. Um, and I think that's... I think those two would be, or uh, Baker and Into the Woods. Yeah. You know, as you said that, and this is just a wild idea, you know how, how Deaf West has done those like uh, duo productions where it's a hearing cast and a non-hearing cast and they're, you know, one is singing while the other's signing or doing something like that. It got me thinking that what if they ever did that with different languages? So at the same time, there's an English singer and say a Spanish singer or something like that where it's dual language, but everyone still understands what's what's happening. I did something like that actually with In the Heights. Uh, I did the first Spanish production of In the Heights uh, in Washington DC uh, about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And, but because of the nature of the show, it also was in English. So part of it was in Spanish and part of it was in English because part of the plot is that Benny doesn't speak Spanish. Right. Um, so uh, that was something similar like that. Yeah. 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 But like an Evita, you know, like it takes place in Argentina. So, so we, we could do a Spanish Evita, Spanish English right. Evita, you know. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like that there's that there's a way to, but 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 even even have people from from different cultures, like like for example, Bobby, like like have an an English speaking Bobby and a Spanish speaking Bobby, and they're both doing the role simultaneously, yeah. or something like that, to where yeah. you're incorporating uh, different languages. I like that. I like yeah. that. We're onto something here, Patrick. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll 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 create it. We'll create it. Um, all right, number three. Who do you look up to as a mentor or someone that inspires you? Ooh, um, I have like different people <laughs> that I look up to because we're all hyphenated, right? Actor, photographer, videographers, etc. Um, first person that comes to mind right now. Uh, there's a videographer. Uh, his name is Sean Meehan. Uh, he is a mentor. He's become a mentor and, he, and a wonderful friend. He's one of the nicest people, most talented people. His eye is incredible. Uh, and he's just so giving. He, um, he truly, he's, when he says, I'm there for you whenever you need me, that's what he exactly what he means. Uh, so he's my video mentor uh, uh, who I've learned so much from. Uh, he's one. And then uh, photography wise, whew, um, I love JR. Do you know JR? He's a French photographer. He does this incredible, uh, like massive stickers on buildings. 
uh, he's the one who did that uh, image of a kid looking over the Mexican border. It was a massive oh. sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that um, one, yeah. He, I think his work is so uh, powerful and uh, and it's not about the vanity of the project. It's a, it's always about their, the subjects. It's always about telling those subject stories. Like uh, there's a great uh, documentary called Faces Places. I highly recommend it. It's uh, him and this uh, artist that he paired up with uh, in a collaboration. Uh, and it's incredible. So JR would be my my photography. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, number four, name a lesson or trait that took you a while to learn or maybe one that you're still learning to this day. I mean, I think we're... Pavarotti used to say that we're always learning. Like, and I feel like I'm always learning photography. Like every time I feel like I got this, I got this. There's always someone who comes in and says, oh, but also you can take this picture like this. And if you change those settings, so then I feel like I'm back to zero. I was like, I, I knew nothing. I knew nothing all this time. Um, and I feel like that just recently, I discovered a part of my voice that I've never had there. Um, so I feel like we're constantly tune, fine tuning our, our, um, uh, instruments, uh, either our, our bodies as as performers or uh, knowledge as a videographer or a photographer. Um, I'm I'm learning lots about audio because uh, audio is a nightmare. <laughs> well, and be, being a podcaster, audio is is the name of the game. So it's certainly something I. My degrees in mass communications, but I've, I've, I'm constantly learning as well, and I and I find this new thing. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that, and then with one click, it's it changed my whole life, you know, or changed the the podcast. It's it's so it's so crazy, uh, and and also it's given me the biggest headaches at work. Um, there was one time where I was uh, uh, there was my first big project uh, at Playbill, <laughs> and I was recording audio separately from two labs and as soon as soon as the two actors that were on set walked out the door I turned to look at the zoom recorder and I, I never pressed record <laughs> the yeah. and the only sound that I had was from a tiny little GoPro mm. and, yeah. and no one noticed but I every time I watch that video i start like sweating profusely <laughs> so anxious oh yeah yeah it, that's only happened one time since i've been podcasting i i've i've always hit record i've always done that but i did some i i did this special on sing for your seniors have you heard of them no so they they gather together artists and performers to go into nursing homes senior facilities oh, to sing okay, for okay, them okay yeah and so I was doing a feature on the podcast about them. And I had not only recorded the artistic director, the founder of it, I also recorded some of the fellow performers, one of the pianists who played and, and gotten their impressions and what they thought of the organization. I was like, great, I'll do like a talk with her, then I'll talk with him and put it all together. Well, for the longest time, I had those recordings uh, on, on my phone. 
And so I was going to upload it to, to Dropbox or Google Drive or one of those, but it kept not working. So I kept having to go back to it. And then I would go away for a few days and, and I kind of forgot about it. Then I bought a new phone, cleared out my phone, not thinking about it, cleared out my phone, got the new phone. And then I went looking for it and I realized I never uploaded it. So then I lost 20 minutes of just interviews and other stories. So I've, I've always remembered to hit record, but that's the only time I've lost a recording. So, hey. so yeah. And so then when, when it came time to put that episode together, the, all I could think about was, well, I don't have that. Okay. I'll just piece together this interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's always a learning curve. There's always that one thing. It's like, okay, I've now made the mistake and I will never make it again. Yeah. 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 And then there's sometimes like, technology comes out that fixes your problems and mm -hmm. you didn't know and someone tells you there's this new filter that you can put and then you don't have to worry about that and yeah yeah <laughs> all right here we are at the the last one so what's the the best advice that you've received or, or the one that's meant the most to you two things uh when i was in new york city and i had slept out on the street for two nights And I called. Now, now, were you literally on the street or was it just literally like Literally between my two suitcases and uh, the stoop of a building, like on the side uh, with a jacket. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. So, so you're yep. one of those people that I've, I've like ignored and not looked at because yep. I'm, I'm, I'm so awkward, for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, I called my friend Marilyn. Marilyn was the, the producer of the Disney shows that I had done. And they were doing another show down in Mexico. So I called her and I was like, Marilyn, I, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've been here for two days and I don't know what I'm going to do. So um, can I come back to Mexico and stay with you guys while you're in the city uh, while I like figure out my life? She said to me, well, that, that's a great plan, but you made an adult decision with adult consequences. So you're going to stay out there and just stick it out. Um, and I always think about that, like making adult decisions with adult consequences. So that's one thing. And I think like the other thing is that thing that I mentioned before about uh, uh, Pavarotti that We're always learning. We're sometimes people say that it's not the lack of knowledge, but the lack of wanting to learn. Mm. That is the the fault, and and I totally agree with that. I I feel like it's, it's there's nothing wrong with not knowing something as long as you're willing to learn it and and uh, inform yourself. Um, so yeah, we're always learning. Oh, yeah, always, always growing. We're yeah. always taking that that next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think it's so important, especially as creatives, that our our journey, our personal experience is constantly changing, which is going to inform the type of stuff that we create, as well as we get older and our voice changes or our oh, yeah. perception of this character now changes, mm -hmm. and so it's 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 a constant evolution of of what the next thing is. Because like I've I've had. 19 years separate the first time that I did Mambla Mancha from the, the, the most recent time. And how I did the roles was, was is very different because oh I'm goodness, now 19 yes. years older, you mm -hmm. know? That's, yeah. yeah. 
life life really gives you uh, the tools to form opinions and thoughts and uh, on those roles as well. Like, yeah. Well, that concludes our time with Roberto. I hope you have enjoyed our main conversation as well as this final five questions episode. Just a reminder about that short survey where you can share your thoughts on this episode and all the episodes so far on season four. Go to survey.winmepodcast.com and take part in shaping the future of this podcast. It is so greatly appreciated. Join me, Patrick Oliver Jones, next time as we talk more about why I'll never make it. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.